This podcast is supported by listeners like you. We're grateful for your tax-deductible donation at newthoughtphilly.org or the link in the episode description. A practical prayer is a prayer that works. These discussions between Reverend Bill Marcioni and Carol Lawrence dive into the details of how it works and how to work it. Reverend Bill is a New Thought minister and the author of Practical Prayer for Real Results. Your new life begins with a new thought. Carol Lawrence is on a spiritual quest, finding the New Thought teaching after decades on the pulpit in three different traditional denominations. I've got some questions. Together, they're exploring the philosophy and activities that come together from many of the world's religions to create the practical spirituality that is New Thought. Welcome to the Practical Prayer Podcast. I am Reverend Bill Marcioni, and I'm here without Carol Lawrence today uh, because uh, she's feeling a little under the weather, which means that I get to fly solo and talk about something that I find to be of great fascination for myself. And it's the sort of thing that we talk about every week anyway. But I really want to dive into the, the topic of spiritual principle. And spiritual principle is one of those things that makes practical prayer and the New Thought movement uh, in general uh, so powerful. Um, and the branch that I was trained in is called Religious Science. Uh, the book is The Science of Mind, written by Ernest Holmes. And that and all of the other luminaries and uh, ideas in the New Thought teaching is the notion that there is a natural law that's at work. It's the creative law of the universe. That's the spiritual principle. And it's one. There is one. There is a unity. There is nothing that is not that one divine presence expressed in an individualized way. So spiritual principle is happening all the time. It is everything that we are. It's everything that we do. And there's a couple of things that are really important. First of all, since it's a natural law, it responds the same way to everyone everywhere. It's like there's a different experience of gravity when we're on planet Earth versus when we're standing on a smaller planet or when we're out in space. Uh, but gravity is always working, and it always works exactly the same way all the time. And we can count on it, and we can calculate on it, and we understand that it works. Same thing with electricity. Same thing with uh, w- with light and with sound. There are principles that are at work, and once we understand how they work, then we get to work with them. And the difference between the principle and the science that lets us understand what the principle is and the technique, the technology, or the engineering that we use to apply that uh, is all about how we're engaging with that principle. With spiritual principle, the way that we say it is that there's one, one power, love, intelligence, or force that creates everything. And that includes each of us. And therefore, since that's all there is, we're using that same power, love, intelligence, or force to create our lives according to our beliefs. And it's according to our beliefs because that's That's the technique, that's the process that we use to apply spiritual principle. It is done unto you as you believe. And it's not the way that you say it should be. It's not the way that you claim that it ought to be. It's not what you want. It's what you believe. Now, the words that we use are instrumental in defining what it is that we're creating in our lives. If we are using words that are negative, then we're going to have experiences that we find to be negative. Uh, we can't do uh, create something that we 
to, to not exist. What we can do is create something to exist that's replacing something else. I'm getting a little bit esoteric there. So it's our beliefs and our belief system and what it is that we believe, and that's what the creative law is responding to. And that's how a practical prayer works. In a practical prayer, what we do is we first turn our attention away from the circumstances and the situations around us and open ourselves to the awareness of that infinite creative power, the one that creates everything. And by letting loose our attachment to things of the way that they have been experienced up until now, and looking at the bigger picture of that infinite power that creates everything, that has created everything that exists now, and it's in the process of creating continually, and is the same one that's going to create everything that will ever exist ever. By turning our attention to that, we're in a much bigger field. We're experiencing life and our existence at a much higher level. There is that one infinite creative power that creates everything, and it's created us. It has to. The, the, the way that that's sometimes gets said is, it's not possible that that divine power and presence, God, is everything, everyone, everywhere, except me and the three feet around me. It is not possible that there is that sort of isolation or separation. So if, in fact, there is one that creates everything, it's created me too. And that's true of everyone. As we turn our attention to that infinite creative power, as we open our awareness that we are part of that one, we are more fully able to step into the truth that we are using that same creative power all the time. We're not wielding it and swinging it at somebody or something. We are simply opening up a new channel through which that creative principle can produce a result. And it works in every area of our life. It's not limited to spiritual things. So it works, obviously, with our health. Uh, we do wonderful uh, prayer work and practical prayers for physical healing, for transformation. And the number of stories that I can tell about people who have gone in for medical tests and have them resolve as well as they could possibly have imagined and even better is wonderful. I have lots of stories about people who have gotten a diagnosis and uh, the, the very scary and traumatic diagnosis from very reputable doctors. You know, the test results came back and it says that this is what's going on. And, and then after some prayer work, very specifically activating that creative power in a new way, sometimes the disease or the illness is simply resolved. Sometimes it gets much better than anybody thought it possibly could get. And my favorite one is when the doctors and the technicians and the medical specialists apologize. They scratch their heads and they say, the, the initial test must have been wrong because not only is there no sign of this illness now, there's no sign that this illness ever existed. There are a couple of people uh, that noteworthy in the New Thought circles who were uh, given a diagnosis where they only had a very limited amount of time to live. Uh, Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman, who founded the Universal Foundation for Better Living, had six months to live. She was told that there was a diagnosis that she had six months to live. So she focused her life entirely upon these principles, learned everything that she could. She went to the Unity School of Christianity outside Kansas City, and she studied there. And she studied and studied and lived to a ripe old age. It turns out that that diagnosis was inaccurate. Another friend of mine was told that she had six days to live. 
She applied the same spiritual principles and she's still kicking. And the important thing to remember is that it works. When we open ourselves up to a new possibility, it is a principle that is responding to our beliefs. Now, does that mean we can instantly get everything that we want? No, it doesn't. It means that by opening ourselves up to a new possibility, we get to experience something different, something new. So it works in, in our prosperity as well. Uh, people you know, have, can go along living in poverty for years and years and years, and then gain an understanding of the law of circulation, which is that we don't just get stuff to hold on to it. Circulation means that we keep it in the flow. Understand some applications of that infinite creative principle that creates everything and apply it by getting in the flow of prosperity, by letting go of false beliefs we had that we're always going to be impoverished, that we came from families that were impoverished, that for some reason there's lack and limitation in our lives. Once we are able to turn away from that and open to a new possibility, set the in intention or make an invitation for that experience of prosperity, all sorts of wonderful things happen to bring prosperity into our lives because it's an infinite universe, infinite abundance, infinite power, infinite intelligence, and we're part of it. And the, and the spiritual principle is that we are part of it so we can make any claim that we like, get out of the way of our own disbelief, and allow that goodness to come into our lives. It works with our creativity as well, the way that we're sharing ourselves, our work in the world. Uh, some people think that they got to go do a job and not like it, and then look forward to the weekend or after work uh, or something else. They're just doing time to get to do a job for somebody else so they can pay the bills. And we can do that. We can have that experience. And we can also have the intention that I'm going to share my skills, my talents, my gifts, my abilities, and do so in a way that will be appreciated by the people around me and generously rewarded. Now, there are some models where that doesn't work exactly the way that we want them to. There are people who are passionate about their volunteer work, and they'd like to have a day job because it helps them fund their lifestyle so they can do the volunteer work that they want to do. Other people find a way to do that stuff that they would volunteer for uh, and get paid for it. It's a great quote from a Harvard professor who said that the university pays him very well to do what he would do for free if he could afford it. And that's the way that we want to live. We want to be able to take our time and our gifts and our talents and our abilities and share them and have them be rewarded and appreciated. And we all get to do that. This works in every area of our life. It works in our relationships. It works in the, the love and the friendship and the fellowship and the community that we have with the people who are around us. And it's not by going out and getting love. It is by activating that creative law, that spiritual principle, by being the same sort of love, being the same sort of person that we want to attract into our lives. If we want to experience more love, we get to be more loving. We get to let go of our disbelief that we could be loved, that we could be in a wonderful relationship. We get to open ourselves to new possibilities, surrender the negative limiting thoughts or beliefs that we might have had, and then all sorts of wonderful things happen. We're going to take a quick break and continue talking about spiritual principle. Is Reverend Bill letting you know that the Practical Prayer for Real Results class is now available on demand. 
That's right. You can take it at your own pace anytime you want. All of the information is at BeTheLight.com. That's B-The-Light.com. You know where to find that stuff. The class is five lessons broken down into 18 modules, and you can take them at whatever pace is comfortable for you. As you work through the process, it starts out with the theory, goes into the practice. There are experiential activities and exercises. And at the end of the program, you will wind up with an understanding of how practical prayer works and a practical prayer for yourself that will work to create transformation in your life. And as you know, it works for everything. Take a look at the class online at BeTheLight.com. There's a sample lesson so you can see how the class is going to work for you and then dive in. The great news is it's on sale now. You can register and save $20 off of the regular price. I'm looking forward to seeing you in class. Welcome back to the Practical Prayer Podcast. I'm Reverend Bill Marcioni, flying solo today with uh, Carol, uh, feeling a little bit under the weather. So we're talking about spiritual principle. And when I say we, I mean I am talking about spiritual principle, because this is something that is fascinating to me and crucial to me. And it is the foundation of the entire spiritual practice uh, that I'm doing. It's, It's what makes practical prayer work. Uh, in practical prayer, as we have mentioned on this podcast many times, we are not turning our attention to some God power, some Santa God up in the sky and asking for a favor and then hoping that somehow that favor is going to be uh, granted. What we're doing is we are acknowledging that that infinite creative power and presence, that divine source of everything, dwells within Because if it creates everything, it's created us. And it's created us out of exactly what it created everything from, which is itself. In the beginning, there was only God. And then it began expanding, exploding, evolving, or whatever has happened over time to bring us into existence. So we can all trace ourselves back to that same one source. So we are all that divine presence taking our own unique form and and aspect So all of the good that's available anywhere is available everywhere and is available to us. The reason that we're having the experience that we're having is the experiences that we've had so far have taught us, sometimes in lessons that we clearly understand, sometimes in ways that we never knew that we had learned something, but it's all formed our belief system and we are now living the result of our belief. Is it possible for a a, the human being to fly? Well, yes and no. I can get on an airplane and then I'm flying. And I hear you say, well, that's not what I meant. I mean, like to look like I'm flapping my wings and flying. Well, the flapping our arms and making them into wings has not particularly worked. We can apply technology to make that work. We can engage in the laws of physics in a way that make us fly from one place to another. And it's completely possible that at some point we are going to come to an understanding of the natural laws of the universe and the way that we're engaging with them so that we will be flying. We will be able to levitate and move ourselves through the air. And we're not there yet. And we may never get there. It may not be appropriate for us to be flying through the air. There might be a very good reason that living here as humans on planet Earth, we are anchored to the surface uh, through gravity. And in the meantime... 
because we don't know what the why of that might be, because we don't know what the bigger picture is, we will do very well to not be upset or disappointed or disheartened that we can't change something like that instantaneously. So we can be peaceful about the transformation while it's going on and not have to learn our lessons, as we say, the hard way. So when there is something for me to understand, something new for me to be aware of, uh, I can get smacked. (laughs) The spiritual two-by-four can tell me what it was that I've been missing all this time. Or I can be made gently aware of something. And what we get to do is use spiritual principle to invite that awareness to show up in our lives in a way that's going to be uplifting and informative and helpful for us and not be uh, disruptive or, uh, uh, or, or heartbreaking. Because all of that stuff certainly can happen. It is an infinite creative power that creates everything. And it is completely capable of creating our next new, wonderful, joyous, happy, uplifting experience. And we're part of it. Because we don't necessarily know what we believe. The way that we can tell what we believe is we can look at the life experience that we're having and know that that is an indicator of what's in our belief system. And it works really well, uh, especially when you're able to look at your life in a slightly dispassionate, um, third-party observer sort of a way. It is completely probable that our lives are, and our experience of our lives, are a topographical map, a life-size topographical map of our belief system. Because if it's done as you believe, then that's what it looks like. Now, when I change my belief, does that automatically change the people who are around me? Well, not in the way that we usually are thinking. It's not a magic wand sort of a thing where I'm going to make somebody else change their mind. But what does tend to happen is when I am having an experience where I don't have the loving relationship in my life that I want to have, or I'm unhappy with the relationship or the friends or the, the co-workers that I have, by being very clear about the sort of experience that I want to have instead, what happens is those people might change uh, themselves. They, they might notice that I'm getting happier and do some of the same sorts of things that I'm doing, and then we will together be in a much happier, better place and have more of the sorts of relationships that we're all looking for. Or I could get a different job and wind up with a whole different group of people and engage with them in a different way. That's happened to me on several occasions in my life. Uh, It can happen that the people who are in a relationship, the relationships end. And it may be us saying, I can't do this anymore. Or it might be the other person saying, you used to be much more fun when you were complaining and worried about everything. And now that you're just, you're, you're so peaceful, there's no drama. There's, you know, you don't like to gossip or complain anymore. I'm going to go find somebody else who wants to do that. The change happens. And it's sometimes exactly what it is that we said that we wanted. And sometimes it winds up being the result that we were looking for, the feeling that we wanted to have, even though the specifics are completely different than what we were thinking about. And again, the reason we call it a spiritual principle is because it works for everyone. And it's not like it can work for you. It means that it already is working for you. If your life is a topographical topographical map of your belief systems, the things that you truly believe, then by changing your belief, you get to change the terrain. You get to change the experience that you're having. And it works for everyone. 
And if you don't know what you believe, then we can use the prayer in a diagnostic way to set a new intention, to open our awareness to that infinite power and presence, to know that that's part of who we are, and then make a claim. This is the claim. This is the new experience of life that I wish to be having. And then if that little voice in the back of our head says, yeah, but you're never going to have that, that's an indicator of what we truly believe. So what we get to do is listen to that intuition, to that guidance, to that still small voice that's telling us what it is that's going on in our heads, even if we're not aware of what the thought was to begin with. We can poke at it a little bit, we can trigger it a little bit, and then see what comes back. So once I identify that there's something that I want, which is what I included in my prayer, and my mind is telling me that I don't believe I can have it, then I get to convince myself that in fact I can have it. Or I get to adjust what it is that I'm looking to experience to a way that, that I can believe it. So if I am making the claim that uh, for prosperity, that I have plenty of money to pay all the bills, to spend, and to share, and to live comfortably, and that little voice says, yeah, but there's not enough, or yeah, but the credit cards are way, way high, or yeah, but the car needs to be repaired, or whatever that doubt is that comes back along the way, when it comes into our mind, it's not negating everything that we're asking for. It's simply telling us that we are not in the place where we're believing the good that we're claiming. So we can then work with that. If I've got a little voice in my head that says that I don't deserve to have enough money to be comfortable, then I get to go back a step or two and say, wait a second, this is an infinitely abundant universe. There is one creative source of everything that exists everywhere, limitless rich abundance. And I'm part of it. That abundance is available to me and I can live in prosperity and it doesn't take anything away from anybody else. I can live in an experience where I have plenty to spend, to share, to save, to have, to be comfortable with my financial position, with the resources that are available. And then I get to do the affirmation again. I have plenty. And see if the little voice disagrees again. And sometimes it will. Sometimes it's, yeah, but this is going to take a long time to change or turn around. Yeah, but you don't really deserve it. Yeah, but whatever it is. When we listen to what the little voice is saying to us, we get to engage with it and then think of a new way to experience that which we're looking for. And when we're doing the prayers for love, then it's about being love and allowing love and letting go of everything that's not loving and lovable about ourselves and listening to the voice, whether it's telling us that, well, you've never been lovable and you weren't lovable as a kid and you're still not lovable now. If that's what's coming back, turn our attention again to that infinite source, that love, the divine power that's sharing itself as everything. Everything that exists is God sharing itself in its, in, in its own way. That level of sharing, that level of creativity is love itself. There is no way that an infinite intelligence is going to share itself as you and not to have that be an act of love. So once again, we get to go back to the bigger picture, identify the, the highest idea that we can possibly have about this situation and circumstance and set the intention that we're having an experience that matches that. And it works. And it works. It's a spiritual principle. It works for everyone. If there's something that you're not happy with in your life, then do a prayer about it. 
and you can listen along to one of mine. There are lots of ways that you can find the practical prayer. There's the book, Practical Prayer for Real Results, which has 40 sample prayers that are in it. Um, there are There's lots of resources that are available for how you can get and do a prayer for yourself or have a prayer done for yourself. And once you get started with it, once you understand that the principle works, that this is a valid practice for creating a new experience in your life, that reinforces it. Once you know that it works, then you get to work it some more. And it works more and more and more and gets better and better and better. And it's not that the law is changing. It's not that the spiritual principle is working any differently. It's so you're learning how to work it. And everybody can learn how to work it. It is a principle. It works the same for everyone. And he says in the Bible, the rain falls on the just and the unjust. So we're going to take another break. And when we continue, there's going to be a practical prayer. And it's for good and more good and more good for each of us in our own way. Learn to put practical prayer to work in your life. The steps are simple to learn and let you begin to get real results to create the life of your dreams immediately. Reverend Bill Marcioni's widely acclaimed book, Practical Prayer for Real Results, gives you a clear summary of the new thought principles behind practical prayer and the series of easy-to-understand steps found in the most effective prayers from religions and spiritual practices all over the world and throughout history. Practical prayer is not a replacement for your religion or practice. It's a technique to make the work you do in consciousness even more effective. The book includes 40 prayers on various topics that you can adapt as needed and use as your own. Practical Prayer for Real Results is available in paperback, Kindle, and audiobook on Amazon or at b-the-light.com. That's b-the-light.com. Welcome back to the Practical Prayer Podcast. I'm Reverend Bill Marcioni, uh, here today flying solo without uh, uh, Carol Lawrence. Uh, she's feeling a little under the weather, so I get to pontificate for myself about spiritual principle, which I've been doing. And that brings us up to prayer time. The prayer today is about good unfolding for each of us in our own way. It is uh, an example prayer of how practical prayer works, and I'll do all the steps. And each of us can invite in whatever it is that we experience as good. It can be different for everybody because the prayer principle, the practice, the, the technique works for everything. And sometimes sort it down into health, wealth, love, work, and spirit, which is the different areas of things that we pray for. Health is about our vitality and our comfort and our physical bodies. Uh, wealth is about our prosperity and the enoughness and abundance that we have in our lives. Uh, love, obviously, for relationships, whether it's an intimate relationship, a romantic relationship, a family, uh, workplace, uh, community, or wherever we're having relationships with, uh, with, with others. Work is our creativity, the way that we're sharing ourselves in the world. And it's not about money. It's about the gifts that we have, the gifts that we are, the way that we share them, and the way that we express that divine individuality that we have. And spirit is about our spiritual awareness, the depth of understanding and connection that we have with our spiritual nature. So the prayer works in all of those areas. So I invite you to think of something 
<laughs> to take an experience that has been less than completely satisfactory up until now, and we'll set the intention for it to get even better. And it's going to be quite generic, so you get to fill in in your own mind what it is that you're bringing into life. So the first thing you want to do is get an idea of that experience where you're yearning for something better. Get an idea of the area in your life where it hasn't been quite as good as you'd like it to be. And then create an idea of what you would like your life to be like instead. This is the pivot. We're turning away from the situation that we don't like and opening ourselves up to something new because that's what we're creating. We're not saying the old stuff has to go away. What we're doing is giving ourselves a new experience, a new idea, a new intention, and then stepping into that. And we do that in prayer, knowing that there is one, one power and presence, one divine source, one love that shares itself as and through and in all of its creation. Everything is that divine presence taking its own particular form. That infinite creative power created everything started with just itself and nothing else and began sharing itself. And everything that we are aware of, everything that exists in this manifest universe is that one power and presence taking its own specific form. And that everything includes me and each one within the sound of my voice. We are individualizations of that infinite loving power and presence. All of the wisdom, all of the intelligence, all of the creativity, all of the power, all of the energy, is available. It all flows from that one. And it is available to each of us in our own way. So as we open to that which we consider to be good, that which we describe and define as good and desirable, we set the intention for that infinite creative power, that divine creative source within, to share itself in a fresh and new way to bring that goodness into our life experience. I am claiming now that good for each of us in our own way. And I know that there's nothing that stands in the way of this. Any doubt, any disbelief, any hesitation, any thought that this good is not available to us, that this process does not work for us, that there's some reason that we don't deserve it, is completely false. It is a shadow getting in the way of that bright light of truth. So I know that this good that we are seeking is available right here and right now, and is presenting itself even more clearly and obviously the guidance as to what our next perfect steps are to ex achieve this experience are already unfolding. There is nothing that stands in the way of this good. So I claim it now in a wonderful, joyous, uplifting, harmonious way for each one within the sound of my voice. I'm thankful for it. I'm so grateful for the good. I'm grateful for the wonderful way that this is coming about. I'm grateful for the stories that we get to tell. I'm grateful for the transformation that we get to experience and the uplift and the guidance and the way that that builds and builds and builds so that we become even more fully aware of the divinity within and the good that's available. So I'm grateful for all of this good. I'm grateful to be able to speak this word and release it into that creative law that creates everything and to know without any question, doubt or hesitation that it is now creating this. And so, I let it be. And so it is.
The Practical Prayer Podcast with Reverend Bill Marcioni and Carol Lawrence is a production of BeTheLight.com. Be-the-light.com. Where you can find more information about practical prayer for real results. Our theme is by Music of Wisdom. You can learn about the spiritual community of New Thought Philadelphia with daily guided meditations, weekly celebrations of spirit, and Reverend Bill's classes in practical spirituality at newthoughtphilly.org. This podcast is supported by listeners like you. We're grateful for your tax-deductible donation at newthoughtphilly.org or the link in the episode description.